and good morning. It's Friday, the 18th of May, 2018. Let's just say it again for good form. It's Friday. That means the weekend is almost upon us. Welcome back to Autonomous Cars with Mark Hogue, the first and only regularly updated podcast in the world dedicated entirely to autonomous cars. Today, we talk some common sense about using autopilot. Apple's Project Titan Autonomous Cars makes the news in a somewhat unexpected way. And Mobileye increases its IQ to level 5. All this right now. But first, a thing to share with you. Um, A listener by the name of Inspirado Proyecto, I hope I'm pronouncing that somewhat correctly, um, he has decided to make, for us, out of the sheer generosity of his art, um, a theme song. And, uh, well... Without further ado, have a listen. Autonomous cars, autonomous cars, they drive very far, they're autonomous cars. Autonomous cars, autonomous cars, they drive by themselves, they're autonomous cars. No need for a person to drive it, no need for that at all. Go ahead and sleep in the back of your seat, because they're autonomous cars, they're autonomous cars. So, I don't know if that was delightfully cool or marginally creepy. Um, But what can I say? Thank you very much to Inspirado Proyecto for your extremely generous, kind offering of this theme song candidate. We will definitely add it to our shortlist. Speaking of which, this just gave me an idea. If indeed any of you listening are particularly uh, musically inclined, by all means, feel free to shoot me a uh, a sample of what you think we could use for a small theme song. It can either be sort of just a few sort of musical notes to get the thing going, or it can be something on the order of 15 to 30 seconds that we can use here on the show. Um, I guess we can think of it as sort of a contest. I mean, frankly, uh, you know, I'll listen to all the submissions I get, and then I'll go ahead and pick the one that I think best fits the uh, the tone of the show. So there you have it. What do you say? Let's get started. Let's get a theme song. Hear that? Believe it or not, summer is just around the corner. Luckily, ArmorAll, America's most trusted auto appearance brand, has what your car needs to get that perfect summer shine. Plus, now through May 31st, we'll give you $5 for every 20 you spend on ArmorAll products. That means car wash pods, protectant, tire shine, you name it. Find out how to get your $5 rebate at ArmorAll.com. ArmorAll, less work, more clean. Terms apply. But now let's get started. Because we have a lot to discuss. Um, so, first of all, I need to kick off this episode, this, our 31st episode, which is pretty awesome. Uh, in nearly three months of doing the show, so what is that, about 10 episodes per month. Pretty cool. Um, we need to talk some common sense. Uh, t- common sense about autopilot, because there are just way too many instances lately of of people just being, well, there's no polite way to put this, just plain stupid. Um, look, autopilot, and, and I'm sorry if this is already obvious to you, but it's astonishing just how many people aren't getting this. Autopilot is not, is not a full level five autonomous system. It's not even level four. It's barely level three. And I'm saying autopilot now in the general sense of the term, not the, not the uh, proper noun autopilot Tesla's product, but, uh, you know, here we're talking about everything, including autopilot by Tesla, drive pilot by, I guess it's Volvo, um, 
Mercedes systems, BMW systems, and so on and so forth, right? So all of these very sort of interim state autonomous systems that are essentially just really glorified lane keep assist with radar cruise control and uh, automatic emergency braking systems, these are simply driver assistance uh, devices. These are not full driver replacement. Remember, these are level two, maybe marginally level three at best. I'm mentioning this because there's just been a startlingly high number of accounts in the news lately of people who just seem not to get this. Perhaps you heard just the other day, a 28-year-old woman went flying into the back of a fire truck at 60 miles per hour. Yeah. Um, Just think about that for a second. 60 miles per hour into the back of a fire truck. um, You might as well go 60 miles per hour into a brick wall. Actually, the brick wall, if it were thin enough, might be even safer because it would probably just just punch a hole right through it. But incredibly, uh, this driver suffered only a broken ankle, right? I mean, yes, a broken ankle is a terrible, awful thing to break. I think they take forever to heal and who knows if she'll be able to walk normally again, which is awful. And, um, but I'm, I mean, you know, first of all, let's discuss the safety of the car, right? Thanks to not having an engine in front of the driver. Um, obviously the entire front of the car, just a massive crumple zone, which did its job admirably sacrificing itself for the well-being of the occupant. Um, you know, massive crumple zone redirected the energy absorbed through the crash structure of the car. So this is why indeed the broken ankle was the only injury. And that's amazing. But again, the question becomes, why did this even happen in the first place? Well, it turns out that as the driver admitted, she had been glancing at her phone and indeed data released by Tesla shows that she didn't even manually slam on the brakes until just quote unquote fractions before the accident. Yes, autopilot had been engaged, and yes, it's a whole other discussion as to why autopilot didn't slam on the brakes. I have no idea. But I think that if we start chasing after the question of why autopilot didn't do such and such, it effectively, it avoids the more important question of why are people, why are people being so stupid? These are not fully autonomous systems. They're not level five. They're not level four. They're barely level three. People of Earth, stop being stupid. Stop blindly trusting these systems to be fully autonomous. They're not. If they were, um, I don't know, they wouldn't have a steering wheel or gas pedal or brake pedal. Um, they wouldn't warn you constantly to touch the steering wheel. They wouldn't flash big bright lights at you. They wouldn't you know, vibrate the seat or the seat belt as some cars do. I think the new Volkswagen Touareg, I think it does that now. Um, Anyway, that's just my mini rant, not really a rant, uh, but really just a sort of PSA on please just use common sense. Um, All right. Now that that said, just a reminder, uh, if you missed our previous episode, number 30, uh, which was what, on Tuesday, Um, we discussed that BMW had conducted a a really interesting test. And it turns out that even in these semi-autonomous systems, levels two and three, it turns out that there was a 16 to 60% chance, a uh, reduction of chance of accident. So it actually effectively disproved the concerned theory, which is a legitimate one, if I'm honest, 
that, you know, these interim systems potentially may do more harm than good because they take the human out of the loop for a bit. There's a delayed reaction because people aren't paying much attention. Yeah, well, it turns out that's just not the case. It turns out there's actually an improvement of safety. There's a reduction of, crash, uh, of crashes to the tune of 16 to 60%. That's, that's pretty huge. So, you know, assuming that that data isn't in some way skewed or otherwise flawed or misleading, I mean, again, it was based entirely, you know, it was conducted by BMW based entirely only on BMW cars, but um, assuming that can be extrapolated out to all other cars with semi-autonomous systems, well, that's just really great news. So, look, accept and respect these things for what they are. Let's be grateful they are making cars safer. And... um but, you know, don't be stupid about it. End of story. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So an interesting and frankly very surprising reports come out uh, regarding the, the ranking of automakers working on autonomous cars that have actually managed to secure uh, California testing permits for driverless cars, meaning... A driver is not even required to be in the seat as long as the car is remotely operated. Well, uh, you know, I think if we were to do a random survey, most people would assume that, you know, probably Waymo has the most such registered cars on the streets of California. Well, before I tell you how the cars actually, well, before I tell you what's the, you know, which manufacturer has the most registered autonomous cars for the streets of California, let's just start from the bottom and kind of work our way up, shall we? All right, so Continental, um, most of you probably know them in the States as the tire manufacturer from Germany. Well, they've also been working on a system of their own. turns out that they've got six approved vehicles for California with five drivers. Uh, they first received their permit in September of 2017. NVIDIA, eight vehicles approved with 90 drivers, first approved December of 2016. Toyota, 11 vehicles, 16 drivers, December 2017, NEO USA, which a company, frankly, I've not even heard of, uh, 11 vehicles, 19 drivers, October 2016, first permit. Zooks, I'm pretty sure it's the name of a dating site. <laughs> uh, also haven't heard of them, but 12 vehicles, 71 drivers, March 2016, first permit. Drive.ai, the awesome company that we actually reported on in our previous episode on Tuesday, uh, they're the ones which have these bright orange vehicles that have uh, LCD screens to essentially communicate with pedestrians, letting pedestrians know when it's safe to cross the street. Uh, so they've got 14 vehicles, 10 drivers, first approval April 2016. Nevertheless, their first testing is going to start in Frisco, Texas. Okay, now to some more familiar names. Uh, Tesla, they've got 39 vehicles approved with 92 drivers, first permit issued October of 2014. Okay, here we go. Waymo, 51 vehicles, 338 drivers, first permit September 2014. And now for the shocker. Are you ready? 
taking up the number two spot, Apple. Yeah, Apple. 55 vehicles, 83 drivers, first permit, April 2017. Let that sink in for a second. Apple has more approved autonomous vehicles for California roads, more even than Waymo. I mean, that's just that's just staggering, um, especially considering that Waymo was issued its first permit in September of 2014, while Apple only got its first permit in April 2017. So that's remarkable. Now, admittedly, the first place you know, record holder for the most number of approved autonomous cars on the road for testing, and that's a very distant first place with a whopping 104 vehicles approved and 407 drivers. It's GM's Cruise, the once plucky little startup, now a huge $1 billion-plus behemoth thanks to GM's infusion of cash. They're also based in San Francisco. They have those really cool little Chevy Bolt electric cars. Um, they, they are far in the lead with the most cars um, by roughly 2x over the second-place uh, car maker, which is Apple. But uh, anyway, this is all sort of a roundabout way of getting to the point, which is that you know, Apple kind of faded out of the news, right, recently with respect to its Project Titan, the code name for its autonomous car project. And what's interesting is that, well, they, fa- they, they kind of faded out of the news for a few reasons, right? So first of all, there just wasn't much to report, obviously, Apple being very tight-lipped as always. But secondly, what little we did here over the last couple of years, right, was essentially that Apple was kind of deciding not to actually build a, um, a, you know, the physical vehicle itself, but rather to completely own the software behind the vehicle and then p- potentially, perhaps, to license it out to other automakers, which, again, as I think I mentioned in a previous episode, that's a remarkably un y thing to do. Apple not really want to license their tech out to anybody. Um, so, obviously, I know the fact that Apple has all these vehicles doesn't mean anything at all you know, one way or the other, whether they're ultimately going to be building their own autonomous cars or not. Because obviously, even if they're just doing the software, well, they're still going to need cars to test the software, right? So that's not too surprising there. But in any event, still really startling. I mean, this this really shocked me, honestly, to hear this. I, I had no idea. Um, so yeah, well, very interesting thing indeed. Curious to see where this leads. All right, finally, today, we're going to talk about Mobileye. Uh, You've probably heard about this company. They are based in Israel. Uh, Intel acquired them last year for a whopping $15.3 billion. They provide the technology for semi-autonomous systems in 70% uh, of the market. Um, So their technology can be found in nearly 30 million cars from 25 different automakers, including GM, Nissan, Audi, BMW, Honda, Fiat Chrysler, and China's NIO. So they're in the news now because they just signed on a deal to provide 8 million cars to a European company. No verification as to which company. My guess is it's Mercedes. Um, Specifically, the deal is um, for the new IQ5 chip that Mobileye is developing for uh, level 4 systems, which is said to go into production in 2021. This, of course, will replace the IQ4 system, which is actually rolling out now in just a couple of weeks. Um... Mobileye's biggest competition right now, NVIDIA. So if you thought that NVIDIA was still famous just for providing you with the latest and greatest Far Cry polygon crunching computer gaming powerhouse, well, you'd be wrong because NVIDIA now is the brains behind some of the most 
powerful and effective autonomous car and vision sensing technologies currently in use by automakers. But that's a whole nother discussion we should definitely discuss in a future episode. All right, well, that's a wrap for uh, not just today, but indeed for this week. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful weekend. Please be sure to upvote and share this podcast with your friends and colleagues. Remember, you can leave me a voicemail on anchor.fm. If you would like to be interviewed or know anybody who would, please let me know that as well. You can reach out to me on Twitter at Mark Hogue. Uh, alternatively, by all means, feel free to find me on LinkedIn. Send me an invite request. Um, but yeah, have a wonderful rest of your Friday and indeed the weekend ahead. Thank you so much for listening. Until next time, bye-bye.